Welcome back to part two of Omitted, the Black Queer Women in History podcast. Today we'll be talking about a subject that is um, pretty near to my heart, and that is pride. I realized that in the first part I didn't really introduce myself, so I just wanted to briefly just say that um, I am a, a transgender man. I also identify as heterosexual, so <clears throat> although I am not queer or gay, identifying um i am still a part of the lgbtq community so this podcast um i hold pretty dear to my heart and especially this episode uh being about pride let's talk about it the first point i want to make is that pride began with protest pride began with a riot um the most popular one known is the stonewall riot and the stonewall um protests um, that happened in june 1969 these were led by black queer and trans women. Um, most famously, we hear about Marsha P. Johnson, a brown trans woman, Sylvia Rivera, and um, also another black trans woman, Miss Major Griffin Gracie. Marsha P. Johnson and Miss Major are the two um, black queer trans women we're going to be uh, focusing on in today's episode. Let's talk about pride. Marsha P. Johnson is a founding member of the Gay Liberation Front and the Street Transvestite Action Revolution, most famously known as Star. Her and Sylvia Rivera opened up a house called the Star House to house homeless, queer, and trans youth, um, because, especially ones of, of color, because they are more disenfranchised and more disproportionately affected by homelessness, um, especially in places like New York City. Miss Major Griffin Gracie um, is the original executive director for the Transgender Gender Variant Intersex Justice Project, which aims to assist transgender persons who are disproportionately incarcerated. The gay rights movement and pride movement um, is very much interconnected with um, what we talked about in our last episode of the Black Lives Matter movement. And this is because uh, fighting for black rights means fighting for gay rights and vice versa, and that the Gay Liberation Front also fought for the end of racism and equal treatment. Right now I'm, I'm quoting an article uh, titled, Pride Began with a Protest, How Gay Rights Are Connected to Black Lives Matter, um, and it's a lifestyle article. It's important to recognize the Black Lives Matter movement as a branch off of the Stonewall riots and the Pride movement because they're all rooted in the same oppression. They're all rooted in the same will to protest and and need to riot and talk about things like equality and police brutality and issues that the black community is still facing today because without the Stonewall riots, without Pride, without Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera and Miss Major Griffin Gracie, movements like Black Lives Matter movements wouldn't have a starting point in certain areas at least. So let's talk a little bit more about why we might know the names of uh, white gay activists who participated in Stonewall riots more than we know black, gay, queer, and trans activists who were a part of it. 
I myself fall victim to this very often how uneducated I actually am about movements and protests of things that I am so included in and what I mean by that is I feel so uneducated about the Stonewall riots and I'm part of the LGBTQ community and it took me a really long time to learn the names of other activists that weren't just like Harvey Milk who uh, had a hand in giving us some of the legislator and protections and rights that we have today and that just goes back to one of my original questions is why are we so imminent on leaving black activists black queer women out of the picture black trans women out of the picture why are we so adamant on whitewashing our history speaking of whitewashing history to quote an article entitled the queer black history of writing by jonathan borge states history has been written to disqualify and erase the efforts of those at the front lines the black queer community black transgender women in particular so why as an entire lgbtq community are we still disenfranchising our own people why are we still rooting racism in the lgbtq community when we're all fighting for the same thing and what i mean by that is gay liberation um, gay rights trans rights queer rights legislator that is going to protect us and give us the same fundamental human rights as our cisgendered and heterosexual uh, counterparts that um, already have these fundamental human rights but there is the disconnect there is the race factor where black people in the lgbtq community are not just fighting for lgbtq rights they're fighting for black rights they're fighting for basic human dignity so there's the disconnect but why as large as the lgbtq community is why are we still disenfranchising our own people to quote the same article it says that black trans and queer people have always been the ones willing to take the most avoidive action whether that it was throwing the first brick or the first punch and i find this statement very true i mean you can see throughout history that black trans and queer people have been the most outspoken when it comes to civil disobedience when it's come to equality when it's come to equal rights and human decency they have always been the forefront of the movements and i mean this is the whole reason for the podcast this is they've if for so long they've been the forefront of this movement why are we not giving them the recognition that they deserve this also brings me back to intersectionality and another quote from the same article that says that black rights and queer rights intersected is in the way in which lgbtq plus activists protested heavily influenced by the demonstrations of powerful groups such as the black panther party and what this means is just um rioting chanting uh gay liberation gay rights now things like that um lighting trash cans on fire 
um, being super out there in vocals and even doing things as extreme as pouring ashes of loved ones who died from uh, HIV AIDS onto the White House lawn demanding legislator and equality and protection and rights. But unfortunately, so many of the, of the vocal black queer activists that fought during the 60s and 70s are largely understudied when compared to their white counterparts. And that's just going back to what I said earlier, how I, whenever I did learn about anything regarding Stonewall, it was always about Harvey Milk. And I never once in school, up until college at least, never once learned about Marsha P. Johnson or Sylvia Rivera or, or Miss Major. That was just never something that was ever talked about, and that's just, that's just, uh, that's one of the questions that I'm gonna leave for you guys is, why are we so apt to whitewashing our history in in general, but also when it comes to things like pride protests that were very clearly ran by black queer and trans women? Why are we whitewashing that? Why are we giving the credit to white people to white men when that's the whole point of the protests in a separate article titled back to our roots pride protests and black history it states that pride has a legacy of black resistance and i really like this quote it really stu stuck out to me because without the fight of black queer and trans women we wouldn't have pride nobody would have pride it, it, it reminds me of a, a very famous quote from Marsha P. Johnson that states, no pride for some of us without liberation for all of us. And I mean, this is even still true. We see this within the Black Lives Matter protests. We see this still within LGBTQ um, rights and legislator. And it will always go back to black and brown, queer and trans women. It will always go back to those roots because those are the roots of not only pride and LGBTQ plus rights, but black rights, black liberation, Black Lives Matter movement, most civil rights protests and liberation fronts will stem from black queer people, black queer women, but the question that we still have to ask ourselves is when will we give them the recognition and the ranking that they deserve in our movements, in our rights, and in our history?